Welcome back to the Resiliency Ninja Podcast. This is Allison Graham, and today I am going to tell you that you need to quit. What? Quit? No, Allison, isn't the motivational philosophy never give up? Is that what you're saying right now? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes the right decision is quitting. Life is full of activities, shall we call them? They can be big life goals, they can be big life decisions, or they could be small projects, or they could be habits that require us to stop doing them in order to really step step into our true brilliance and our zone of genius, which is a phrase that I've learned in a recent book I read uh, that I'm gonna encourage you to read. I mean, read my book too, right? Married my mom, birthed a dog, How to Be Resilient When Life Sucks. And once you're done reading that book, go read this book. It's called The Big Leap. And it talks about finding your zone of genius and figuring out what are you most on this earth to contribute and tilt your life so that you do more and more of that. So great book, awesome. And in order to do the thing that you're truly meant to do and to live in your zone of genius, you need to stop doing some things that are outside of your zone of genius. Now they say never, never, never give up. And I think that when it comes to our life dreams, you know, shift the mode, shift your pro approach, don't shift the dream. You know, every time I say the word dream, I think of uh, Les Brown, who I don't know if you've ever heard him, but if you have not heard Les Brown speak, you have got to go to YouTube and listen to him. He'll be like, you got to be hungry. <laughs> hungry. You got to go after those dreams. And we can't give up on those dreams. If you know what you are meant to do, if you have a desire, a greater purpose, you want to achieve something, we can't let go of that. Often what we need to let go of is how we're getting there. What are we doing to get there? And so I think making a calculated decision on when you should quit is really important. Because a lot of people will stay stuck on the same path for the wrong reasons because they feel they can't quit. So I have so many examples of this and I have big life examples from clients and from colleagues and from my own life. And I also have a lot of little examples of projects that I just didn't feel like doing it. So let me start there. I decided I wanted to change my website. Now, I have often <laughs> had trouble with communicating my value. Like, I think we all know that is a conversation I've often had. So people get me when I get there and speak at their conference or, you know, some of my friends don't even understand how you make money or living speaking. And so I really wanted to change my website. I wanted it to be better even though I'd already paid somebody to do the other website. And if you are familiar with the Colby Index, so essentially it, I'm not gonna get into it, but it's, if you know what it is, you'll understand this. I am a 10 on Quick Start. 
Okay, so quick start means like you just go for it. You have an idea and you're all in. Well, I'm the highest you can get on a quick start, which sometimes is not a very good idea. And sometimes it's great because there are companies and business owners that will spend six months talking about whether or not we need a new website. And then unpacking that and how are we going to do it and who are we going to hire to do it? And, and you know, meanwhile, they could have, bought, you know, built 10 of them, right? So anyway, point is, I am a quick start. And because I wanted to work fast and I know enough about WordPress that I had a vision and I wanted to get it done so then I could give it to a designer to sort of fix up and make look better. And I was just on a mission. So those of you who know websites, you can use WordPress and you can find a template. And I sat down, I had a whole weekend, nothing planned. I was all in. And I'm at the computer and I probably at this point am, I don't know how many hours in, I'm not going to admit it, (laughs) a lot of hours in, more than I should have been. And everything in my body, like every hour, I'm like, screw it. I don't want to do this. It's too much work. I'll have to, you know, hire somebody and wait a month or two until they can get the get the website done. And I was like, what, what is going on here? Like, I'm not I'm the resiliency ninja, for goodness sakes, I inspire people to be, you know, obstacle free or like deal with their obstacles and keep going. And I was like, should I quit? Because I wanted everything in my body, I got to tell you, I like my pain was high. (laughs) I was at the computer. I was working from home. Winston was bored. You know, like there were just many other things I wanted to do. And what I realized was that the idea of the new website was not the problem. Because I think when we instinctively want to quit, we want to quit the outcome. And that's the wrong decision. The website needed to be fixed the tools I was using are what needed to shift. And so when I let go of, I'd already bought this template and this theme and this builder, and I'd spent, you know, a little bit of money and not like in the grand scheme of things, not a lot. Uh, And I had to give myself permission to say, no, I'm going to start over with a better tool. And I think Sometimes when we quit, we quit the idea, not the approach. So that's the first thing. If you're struggling to achieve your outcome, your desired dream, if you're hungry and you got a dream, we don't want to give up on that. We don't want to quit on that. We want to quit how you're doing it. Other times we want to quit when we have bad habits obviously, when we have dumb ideas. So I had a, uh, here's actually, here's the problem. When we have a dumb idea, we don't actually know if it's not a good idea until we're into executing or creating the idea. So the problem with quitting before we ever explore if an idea is a good idea or not is that we never actually know the answer of could it have been. So if you have an idea that you're like, really, like, I think this could work, 
you owe it to yourself to give it enough attempts on the different approaches to feel out if it actually has some legs. So I'll give you an example of how this was for me. About a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, it doesn't matter. I had this idea, I read an article and it was about Coachella and how these young women were really, you know, men were grinding up against them in, in, um, you know, in the concert and they weren't feeling safe and they were like really annoyed because they spent most of their time like getting rid of the creepy guy behind them. So I came up with a cool little product idea that uh, would have helped in that situation. And, you know, I did a few things. I called, I said, like, is that, like, you know, I called my lawyer. I'm like, what does this look like? I called an engineer. Could we do this? I I did a little bit of the thing, you know, the exploration. And ultimately, I never did anything with it. Maybe one day I will, because I think it's an important thing. But it was taking me out of my zone of genius. And which is, I believe, sharing with audiences and inspiring people to not let their you know, the crap they go through in their lives actually determine their dream and their outcome. And I, I never did it. So was it a dumb idea? I don't actually know. And one day, maybe I will know. I just wasn't willing to do the work that was required to actually bring that idea to fruition. And so that was a calculated decision to quit. In hindsight, probably the right decision because what I'm doing is is making a really big impact and that's a good thing but maybe that's something on the back burner that one day I'll go back to the uh, you know that's another podcast what does one day look like because anyway so sometimes we need to do a calculated decision to quit because it's a dumb idea or uh and like I said the problem is you don't know if it's a dumb idea until you've explored it enough and in fairness i too soon on that idea. Maybe it was my life path. Hey, maybe I'd be sitting here with, you know, uh, who who knows? You never know. That's the problem. That's why sometimes you don't want to quit. But I have seen so many people give up too soon on something that is a great idea. And how do you know the difference? Well, it's about flow is something working, but even it's not about that. So for example, I have a client who was really, really, really struggling for quite some time. And the challenge is there were all of these things in the pipeline. There were all of these amazing projects that if they came to fruition, if anybody actually signed on the dotted line, it would mean millions and millions and millions of dollars of potential. But you can't pay the bills on potential. And there were so many days that the the they wanted to quit. They wanted to like, you know what, let's just pack it in. It's not worth it. And they kept going because the what if on the other side was a big enough uptick that it would be worthwhile the the payoff. And so you do things in the meantime with the business that can pay the bills to keep the lights on while you're nurturing the big wins, the big fishes. And I'm happy to report that those that risk for that company has paid off. 
And they are now reaping the rewards of the tenacity and the never, never, never give up philosophy. It just took a lot of tweaking and patience and, you know, sleepless nights in the meantime to get there. And so if you're wondering about business, are you willing to do that? And so part of knowing what your quitting threshold is, is what are you, what is your risk tolerance? You know, I have um, a colleague in my life who has a business and sometimes it's really up and sometimes it's really down. And the great thing is she has a second income in the home. Her husband can pay the regular bills. So she has a more, or I guess I would say a higher risk tolerance than you know, someone who is like me, who has no backup, right? So I think you have to know what your risk tolerance is. When in doubt, if the dream is big enough, if the goal of what you're trying to achieve is big enough, if the outcome is worth it, but it's not coming to fruition, then you have to make a decision on how do I shift my approach? How do I make this work? And that's where having a coach, uh, someone like me who would come in and help see another perspective or see another way of trying to achieve your dream or your outcome is so valuable because you can, you might get so into the weeds and be like, it's not working, it's not working, it's not working. And then all you're focused on is, is it not working? And maybe there's another way to make it work. I think another reason to quit is when what you're doing is not aligned with your goals. Um, Actually, I'm going to back up for a second. Another example on the business side of when you should quit compared to when that first company I shared with you, they kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going because the upside was huge and they were able to just by the skin of their teeth, keep going. Another story is a small business owner who had an idea for a little widget. And she was sourcing the widget, so it wasn't like something she could make. She had to put it together. And she was going at this for a long time and it invested a lot of money. And the the challenge was that the cost per unit what that meant she had to sell. So she had to sell in order to create the income that she really wanted to achieve. She needed to sell 300 units a day. And at that point, after a couple of years, she'd only been able to sell, you know, five or six units, maybe a week. So in that case, the right decision was quitting because the business model was broken. The outcome, the demand wasn't there to get to the 300 units a day. I mean, if it would have been, that would have been great. Uh, it, the, the product wasn't wasn't resonating in the marketplace as well as she, it should have to ever see that kind of momentum. So that's a great decision to quit when the business model is actually broken. Now, I know that a lot of the people who I work with are actually professionals in companies. So I'm using business examples. Principles remain the same. But sometimes you have to look at what is your job? 
When do you quit your job and go to another job? When do you quit your job and go to uh, out on your own, make that big leap and become a uh, business owner like me? Well, I think the key is you've also got to look at your risk. Can you up and quit in a huff one day? Probably not the most professional approach, probably not the right answer. If you're living in a toxic workplace, toxic environment, then quitting is not necessarily the answer. Finding somewhere else to go that doesn't have the toxic workplace in the background while you're showing up head down, doing your job, using the resiliency ninja skills so that toxic environment does not weigh you down and and turn you toxic. That's the right way to do it. So then you quit your job when you have somewhere else to go. We can't quit when we're being irresponsible. Now, in fairness, I have done that and it worked out fine. (laughs) But I remember I decided I no longer wanted to be an executive assistant and I quit. I also decided once I wanted to uh, not sell cars anymore in a snowstorm because all the roads were shut down and my general manager wanted me to go out and, uh, you know, take the snow off the windows because the policy was all the cars had to have snow-free windows. And I was like, and I'm wearing heels and I shouldn't be out in the snow, which was dumb and young and that was my own fault, not having proper snow equipment. And the roads are closed down. So the fact that I'm even at work is ridiculous. And nobody, and but nobody, but nobody is coming out on the roads to go buy a car <laughs> for today. So I up and quit. And that was a Saturday in March, by the way. Uh, and I up and quit. And then on Monday, he wanted me to come back. But I was like, no, I think quitting was the right decision. I'm not going to sell cars for the rest of my life. Uh, So it does work. But I think when you're an adult, when you're adulting, I mean, I was in my 20s, right? When I did my huff and quit. When you're adulting, you can't do that. Like if you've got kids and a mortgage and responsibilities, that's not the right answer. So uh, anyway, I digress. But I think if you're living a life in a work environment that's toxic, or if what you're doing is not putting you into your zone of genius, if you are not operating at your full potential for your life, and you're staying in a job just because you need money and you're adulting and you're being responsible, then I don't think quitting in a huff is the right answer. I do believe that finding an alternative a path that will make you feel more fulfilled is a great opportunity and a great thing to do. Now, it takes risk. It takes guts. It takes, you know, when you get home at five o'clock, if you're already exhausted, it takes going on the internet and networking and finding other job opportunities and doing the self-awareness skills development that would actually help you figure out where you should go. Because the worst thing to do would be to quit and then go to another job and be just as miserable over there. That's not the point of quitting. Point of quitting that thing that isn't working for me is so I can go and do the thing that is going to work for me. 
All right. So really understanding what is your zone of genius? What part of the job you're doing now do you love and you want to keep and replicate? What part of the job you're doing now is completely making you miserable? Is it the environment you're in or is it the job you're doing? And is there a way within the company, if you love the company you're working for, is there a way within that company that you could operate more from your zone of genius and do more things that actually make you feel like you're fulfilled and you love your work? So just some ideas there. Uh, You know, I, I think the real key here is you quit when what you're doing is not healthy for you. You quit when... The thing you're doing is not viable. You quit when it's toxic, which is the same as unhealthy for you. So I'm repeating myself. You don't quit on the dream. You don't quit on the outcome. But when something's not working, whether it's a small project like your website, or if it's a big project and a big consideration like what you do for your livelihood. Keep going when when it is part of your soul, when it's things look dim today and you can see the upside for tomorrow. Don't give up too soon. Don't give up because you're not willing to do the right work. Don't give up because you don't have the answer on how to make something come to fruition. Give up when the thing you're chasing is the wrong thing. By the way, I did get my website done. That decision to quit the tools I was using and use a whole new theme and a new template and a new builder uh, worked out well. I actually launched it in less than a week, had a designer who sort of fixed it up And is it perfect? Absolutely not. But for this Colby quick start girl over here, that's high 10. (laughs) I was like, I want it done. And it's resonating. So people go to my website. If you don't know that you can hire me for a professional development day for your team, or for a conference to keynote, and I'm going to give them an amazing uh, keynote and entertain them and, and shift perspective on stress and obstacles and adversity, then you're not reading my website that's what I have to say. I think it's better. I think it's clearer. Uh, I'd love to hear from you what you think. My website, of course, is r-ninja.com. And I'm doing a lot over on LinkedIn. It's getting some great traction. Uh, I could really use some more shares. Like, So the eyeballs who are seeing what I'm putting out are loving it. Yay! What I am going to ask you for help on so that I don't have to quit the resiliency ninja (laughs) work, because I believe this is really important, is we got to get it out there to more people. Do you know people who are in HR, people who are event planners, uh, executive vice presidents, association leaders, those people are always constantly looking at speakers. They are looking at developing their teams and helping them to become more resilient so that they can lower stress and deal better navigate change. And so that's my ask of you today is to check out my website and share it with someone who could potentially hire me as a speaker. Uh, Because I believe, you know, this work, 
I, the stories I get from people, the text messages, the emails, the private messages on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, that's what, that's what keeps me going when I uh, want to quit because the speaking industry is up and down and all around and it's not always easy. Uh, but I'll tell you that and my clients, my clients who I'm coaching, they keep me going. I hope you got a lot, a ton of value out of this and, uh, you know, come see me over at r-ninja.com and let me know if you're feeling like quitting something and you're choosing to stay the course for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. Again, this is Allison Graham at Resiliency Ninja. Have the best day ever. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.